What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the pod. Got uh, myself, Taylor, here, and we got... We got Jed, a.k.a. the homie. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> another episode of that E&J on the rocks. <clears throat> I think that's what we'll call the episode, oh, E&J on the rocks. So uh, we're sitting here in this new office. It's an old office, but it's new to us. Um, this is kind of like the headquarters for North Coast and the podcast and illustrious and stuff. So we got new <clears throat> new equipment. Uh, Jed and I were just talking about before the pod started. We got a, a new camera. We got new microphones, new recorders, new headphones. We pretty much got all new everything um, when we got the new office. And Jed was asking how it all works. And uh, for those of you that are interested, Basically, what happens is we record it here. It saves the audio file onto an SD card in here. Wow, okay. We record the video. It saves on the SD card in there. And then when we're done post-recording, uh, I'll basically take it and put it all on the laptop and then combine the two and um, turn it into a video with sound that's professionally yeah. recorded as opposed to whatever that records. It sounds like that, dog no, shit on the camera. That's just crazy that it can link up like that. Yeah, it, it takes a little bit of work, but um, I was playing with it last night. I did like a little fake pod. I was like, yeah, this episode's brought to you by fakepodads.com. <laughs> <laughs> Get you fake pod ads. Uh, trust me, there's a lot of those. Yeah. Uh, not everything's nice in here, and it's only going to get nicer and better. Yep, we got some big plans for the podcast. <clears throat> this is just our, this is our first episode really yeah. um, doing it in a while. It's a launch off, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, man, there's been a lot of stuff going on. Let's talk about you a little bit. Jed's got some big change going on in his life. Oh, you know, new career changes, you know, had to get up and out of a Fred Myers Kroger. <laughs> I think you might need to be just a little closer to the mic. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Kroger. Kroger. And uh, and you got to go to the Odom Corporation, you know, try and get this CDL eventually and maybe get my own truck. So these are all goals set. There's no backup plan. This is the plan. And I got to accomplish that. Absolutely, man. <clears throat> Super proud of you, bro. Jed's been uh, killing it at his, at his, I guess, the career that you've just left. And uh, the quality of life was just shit from what we had talked about, you yeah. know. And to see you go after years and years and years of being there, to, this yeah. it's kind of a big step in a, in a kind of a different direction. You know, I was like in the back of my head, I was like, man, I really didn't want to be at Fred Myers for the rest of my life. But it seemed like I was going to be there, but... You stand up for yourself, and you stand up for what you believe in, and you stand up for your work. And when people aren't there for you or support that work, you got to go somewhere else where that work can be supported and appreciated. Yeah. I think, sorry, man, I hate to keep saying it, but I think we might need you just a little closer. Uh, that might. I'm just trying. We're trying to dial it all in. It's all kind of new to us. Can you hear me good now? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, no, dude, you're 100% right. Let's go higher. No, it's, no, it's no. got one inch. Okay. One inch of stroke. I was laughing about that last night. I was like, it's got one, <laughs> one inch of stroke, stroke, like me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, shit, I got an yeah. inch and a half. No, 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 man. That's that BDS over there. That's, <laughs> that's that big dick swinging. <laughs> uh, you know, tripod. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, you touched on a really good point there, dude. Like, <clears throat> I think that's something that as entrepreneurs, people that work inside of companies, that's something that we experience a lot, dude, is that people take your work for granted. People treat you like just another number or just a body. Yeah, or nothing. Like, yeah. I mean, some of the shit that Jed would tell me about the leadership and the, the things that were going on in his workplace, dude, I was just like, what in the fuck, dude? How can, how can people even rightfully operate and like lead that way it's just like 
at some point you got to wonder if these people even have a conscience you know they don't all they were worried about is the dollar signs at the end of the day sure seems that way all they wanted was their bonuses and that's all they were ever concerned about was how to get their bonus and they did whatever they could to get that bonus even it meant treating people like crap just to make to make them work harder yeah you know people are already working hard enough and you're telling them oh that's not good enough it's like come on now punishing people because they do a good job like countless times have i heard i'll call jetta he's at work and he explains to me how his day is going and it just sounds to me like he's getting punished because he's got a good work ethic like you have a great work ethic you put your heart and soul into it and people just took advantage of that yeah and to, and to the point where I was like, you know what? I do not care about this place no more because they clearly don't care about me. Right. So, you know, you got to stick up for yourself. I was like, whether it's taking a pay cut to be somewhere else or just to take a break from all the bullshit, you got to stand up for yourself. Absolutely, man. And I think it's times like that in life where I know for myself, like that's what it was when I started my business was like, tired of that bullshit, tired of getting taken advantage of and taken for granted and, and pouring everything into something and only getting a fraction back. And for, for both of us, you know, it developed into a different journey in life because of how tired of that bullshit we are, you know. But, uh, you know, so many great things in history have happened because of that. I mean, that's like, you know, how America became a country is they got tired of that bullshit and they said, fuck you, we're going to be our own country, yep. you know. But we want our own rights. We want our own freedoms. Exactly. We want our own money. Exactly. Separate. <clears throat> so your way is not working for us. I was like, so it's time to make a change. Exactly. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I'm excited to hear about how it goes. You'll hear later on this week. <laughs> yeah. So when is, when's your start date? It's supposed to be Sunday. It was going to be Monday, but the place is closed on Monday because of 4th of July. Oh, yeah. So, so what do you have off next week? Do you know? So I'll go in, I think, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and then I'll have Friday, Saturday, so Sunday off. Oh, wow. So yeah. you're actually going to work on 4th of July? I, I think 4th of July night. I'm not too sure. I guess I'll find out because he told me they're not going to be there Saturday. Or they're not going to be there Monday, the day I was scheduled to start, but they're going to be there Sunday because they normally wouldn't work Sunday. Oh, okay. So so I don't know if the warehouse is going to be closed that Friday, that Tuesday or not. I'm not too sure how it works yeah. this time. <clears throat> so. Yeah, because this year... Fourth of July is on a weird day. It's super weird because, like, you want to take Monday off. Yeah. You want to take the fourth off, and you have to take the fifth off. It's like, do you – that's what I don't understand. It's like, do people work Monday and then just take Tuesday, Wednesday off? They might. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't – I kind of – personally, I just want to take – I mean, and that's – being a business owner is a little different because I'm not an hourly employee, but – I'm like, fuck it, take it all off, you know? Yeah. But no. I got guys that are like, well, fuck, I need my hours. And I'm like, true. No, so. no. That's how bills is, too. They sit there, and normally they'll be closed the whole weekend until yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah Which so. would be fucking sweet. <laughs> so, but I ain't, I ain't there this week. I'm just worried about getting my paycheck from there because, you know, payday is Monday. Yeah. And it ain't going to be this Monday. Ooh. It'll probably be Wednesday. And that's from Freddy's? No, bills. Oh, okay. Just because of how their pay period is. Because if the office is closed, you can't get your check. And they don't do direct deposit. I, I wonder why they don't. I, f- I feel like because there's so many different bank accounts and it costs money to do direct deposit and they don't have the money or don't want to spend that extra money. I don't know. That's, it's you know, like for me, I, it's, it's as easy to direct. The, the only thing that fucks me up is if I don't run payroll early enough in the week then i can't do direct deposit and that has happened over there at bills where they're like we can give you your check but you have to wait till this day to cash it because yeah. yeah our payroll has to go through yeah yep. so yeah i completely and that's why i feel like they do paper still because yeah. they do it right there in the office and print it out put it in an envelope and, and that's awesome because like when i was like for a long time i would just write handwritten checks yeah. to the guys every friday like i don't think about it all week and i just write a handwritten check and uh, nowadays, I just <clears throat> run payroll through my app, and then I cash app them their money and just send it to them cash app, you know? No. Uh, that's. I wish they could do that. Yeah. But I feel like that's nothing they're going to do because they haven't changed anything in the last 
30 years they've been open, however long they've been. It's been that long? Yeah, they, I think they opened in the 1980s oh, shit. or late 1990s. Damn. So they've been around. They just have started off with all these different products and then basically grew those products and then other places took those products. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they, they're like, I see them all over the place. They've grown quite a bit. Like, they have some fat ass rigs that they're out driving around. My mom worked for them when I was a kid. No shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so, wild to think, man. Yeah, exactly. I was like, that was like sixth, seventh grade, maybe fifth grade, Damn. something like that. What I was she doing? She was a merchandiser. Oh, wow. That's crazy. <laughs> Small world. I know, right? Uh, so I, and back then it was Fuse. Oh, Fuse yeah. was the drink. That oh, everybody... I forgot about that. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, that was the like the that was the main one they did. She'd always be driving the Fuse van and all that stuff back oh. in there back in the day. Yeah. That's awesome. Now you don't hear anything about Fuse. <laughs> I forgot all about it. And Jolt. Yeah, Jolt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Those those two drinks were like a, a kid's drink. Like, oh, we gonna get amped up after we yeah. drink this. We're like amp. Yeah. Remember amp? Yeah. Was the other? There was a full throttle. Yeah, they still have. They still do those, but I have never had a full throttle. I've had an amp, and I've never drank the Nos one. In yeah, Blue they're all kind of gnarly. Just like it, just like Red Bulls and Rockstars, they all have their specific taste, you know. Yeah, I mean, like people who drink Red Bull normally just drink Red Bull. They yeah. don't ever switch to another energy Same drink. Same with Monsters yeah. and Rockstars. So. That's how that goes. Yeah. And I was like, instantly, once I started drinking Red Bull, I was like, that was always my energy drink of choice. Yeah. Other than, uh, there's a short period where I was drinking those C4s, though. Dude, those C4s, yeah. bang, bro. Yeah, no, those, those were good. <laughs> that was a short period. I was drinking, and that's not advertisement for C4. That no. was just me actually just liking it. Yeah, I mean, those shits are good. Dude, that pink, pink Starburst, bro, or the Skills. Yep, those things were delicious. Fuck. And they have zero sugar. Yeah, that, that, uh, it was like zero everything basically. It was like that, that's a good energy drink. Yeah, I drank those nonstop all last summer. Yeah, that was it. Like, and and then you get ga- you kind of gas yourself out of it. Yeah, yeah. And so like, oof. I dated this chick that reminded me of how unhealthy it is to just nonstop consume energy drinks. You Not know. to mention taking pre workout in the morning and then having three hundred milligrams of and, you know whatever. And then and, and then coffee. Yeah, you know having course. coffee too. Yeah. And it's like, now nah, let me throw, like, two Red Bulls on top of that later on in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, I limit myself to one Red Bull. It depends. Like, if I have coffee, I won't have Red Bull. But if I have Red Bull, I won't have coffee. Right. And so, like, it's one or the other with me. I don't do both. Yeah, I do my, my scoop of pre-workout in the morning, and then I get an iced coffee, and I sip on it throughout the day. And that's, like, <clears throat> my routine. I don't know how people just sip on coffee. I'm like, I'm I don't a- know either, but I, like, because I often ask myself, like, this doesn't taste good why do you like it but i love the taste of it and oh, it's probably it's just a, it's you, a mind thing dude because yeah. i mean like, I, I sit there i drink that coffee i just sip it I, I sip it sip it sip it and it's gone i i never can chill on coffee at all yeah you know it has to stay hot like once it gets cold like i could not drink that really <laughs> yeah i do not like cold coffee at all damn <laughs> unless I mean, it it's a fra- unless it's a frappuccino that's the only way i'm yeah. drinking some cold coffee Fraps are bomb man Sorry, work text here. Oh, um, automated system is texting me things that, yeah. Um, you know, well, how's life in the world of being a business owner, running everything, man? man being the man, it's good. It's just <laughs> it's stressful, <clears throat> irritating, um, and and just for people listening. Um, I say all that because that's the reality of it. But also part of that is the complete opposite of that. It's rewarding. It's gratifying. I feel like I'm fulfilling my purpose and my potential and as hard as it gets sometimes, which I mean, every day is, is a battle of some sort, you know, um, especially being in the, the space that I'm in, I'm in construction, you know, that's where my main shit is. And it's just, it's a battle, you know, and, and, people want to fight you on paying you and the job and this and that. And then it's just chaos all the time. But with that being said, it's, it's the most rewarding thing I've ever done. And, and I think, I think that's just being in business in general. I think it comes back to the conversation we had earlier where 
when we, as we live life, we start to realize that, you know, we're living life by other people's terms or, or dictated by other people's orders and, and schedules and stuff. And like to, to break away from the norm and to like start your own thing and figure it out. Maybe you're not doing it right, but you're figuring it out, yeah. you know, and it feels really good to do that. And just being done with bol- people's bullshit, companies' bullshit, corporate bullshit, you know? It's like to get away from that and to start building something the way that I envision it and to see those visions kind of come reality, you know? Like as, like this office, it's yeah. nothing special. But it's a big step for me, and, and it's part of the vision, and it's a step in the process of getting to the end goal. But uh, the, other <clears throat> the other project I'm working on, the Illustrious Fitness that's that's going slow but man i cannot wait for that to start to kind of move and and thrive like north coast is you know um that's the dream that's the passion to have have a gym you know to to help people change their lives through fitness like you and i've done and to uh kind of give back to the world uh just with the little things that we've learned through our our little journeys you know And that's part of why we're doing this podcast is to do what we can to put our experience in the world. And let people hear other people's stories because we're all struggling out there. Exactly. Nothing's coming easy. Exactly, man. There's this guy I watch on YouTube. He's a, he does like video reviews or something. He's a goofy dude, but he always says something to the effect of like, you know, spread love. There's too much hate in the world. And that's so much like the case. It's like, I don't know, dude, just go around life feeling grateful and feeling love and like spread that. And if we all put a little bit of that love into the world, you know, it would, it would be a huge, huge change. See, I love everybody, but I don't like everybody. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'll I'll respect you enough to the point. Yeah. I'll respect me too. And that's the truth, man. And uh, as soon as you take advantage of that, As soon as you, like me, and I know Jed's the same way, as soon as you start taking advantage of kindness or just taking advantage of me or you, it's like a fucking light switch, dude. I will never again deal with that person. I, like, there's a certain point where it becomes such an issue that I'm just done completely, you yep. know, and I do not want anything to do with it. And nothing will change my mind. And that's happened to, like, a couple of my employees or old friends. Like, that's it. Donovan, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that motherfucker fucked me over one time and I I've never talked to him since. And he's tried to talk to me. I will not fucking deal with him ever again. He still just sends me messages out the blue, random shit. Yeah. And Can I'm I like, get some money? He's like, dude, I don't have no time for you, man. I was like, I hope you're doing great though. But every time you, you hit me up, like you said, do you have any money? Yeah. Hit me up on Christmas for 20 bucks asking me if I could spare him some change. Like, dude, we haven't talked in six months. Yeah. He didn't even tell me happy birthday, and it was a week before this. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no shit. You hit me up on Christmas trying to get me to give you money. <laughs> Do I look like Santa Claus, motherfucker? I was like, maybe if you would have said even an H- <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Uh, HBD. Didn't have to be a whole ass thing, man. I, I might have gave you 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at least be strategic about yeah. the way that you ask people for shit, you I'm know? Be like, hey, man, how you doing? Like, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you need? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I exactly. got you this time. At least you hit me with a, a real question at first. Yeah, at least it wasn't just straight yeah. to, like, yeah. give me I'm something. At, but I guess, you know what? You can't be mad at him because he's straight to the point. He's like, yo, I don't want anything else from you but some change. Yeah. So... Well, then, like, at that point, you know, it gets back to the conversation. There's that song. Uh, <clears throat> is it? I think it's Everlast. And he's like, fuck, I can't remember the song. He's like, um, you know, the homeless guy asking for ch- for some money. And he's like, yeah, we could all use a little change. Yeah. And it's like, man, motherfucker, we could all use a, little, a little change. change. <laughs> Not just, like, monetarily, but, like, physically in the world, you know? Yeah. Okay. And maybe you need some change, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. That's the thing like apparently about. you're doing something wrong if you need to hit people up for some twenty dollars. Well, in his case, yeah. for sure, we yeah. both know that motherfucker is not doing anything, any favors for himself. Maybe, you know? you know. I mean, like, like you said, also, I wish him the best. I do, but like, I'm also not going to jeopardize my life to accommodate his. You know. Yeah, it's like if I hit you up for twenty bucks, are you even going to respond to my message? I was kind of enough to be like, nah, man. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> People just have different, different brains. The way that they, they just, Work is just some so people different. will always just be users. Yep, and I've ex- yeah. in, in business with North Coast, you know, I've experienced it a lot with you know certain individuals, and yep. it's like you want nothing more than that person to see in themselves what you see in them, right? Yep. Like certain individuals, I'm like, yo, dude, I see so much greatness in you. All you have to do is like, you know, not break any laws, yep. show up to work, fucking when you're scheduled to work, and like work. You and, know? That, and that's it and it's like you could be great you yeah. can grow from there and yeah, but they, they, they just don't see it in themselves you know and you know what and when they don't see it in themselves they start getting pissed off at you exactly you exactly. know and it's, all, and it's like dude I'm just trying to see I see it and I'm trying to let you know I see it you yeah. just gotta activate it exactly exactly <laughs> bro and, that, and what I think <clears throat> how we know about that is like in our careers, you know what I mean? We didn't come from like greatness as children. No. Both of us come from pretty, the, pretty much the opposite of that, you know? And at some point in my life, somebody had confidence in me. Yeah. Somebody said, I see something in you. Yeah. And I was like, really? Like I didn't, I don't see it, you know? And they helped bring that out. And now I can see that in myself. Yes. And so I want to show other people like, yo, I see something in you, bro. What yeah. is it? Let's see. Let's get it you out of know. you. I was like, there's something there, though. I was like, you got you got something. Yeah. And it's like, it's a damn shame when people don't understand what people are trying to do for them. Yeah. And they, and they take it as criticism or as disrespect. Yeah. Or how, it's like, no, man. It's just, I know. Exactly, man. Exactly. It's like, you got all the potential in the world. I was like, and you're throwing it away. Yep. You're wasting it. <clears throat> and for what, you know, like in, in somebody's case, you know, it's like what? So you can have fun tonight? Like yep. what you want to like do all this just for right now? Like you're it's not like thinking about 30 years. Yeah. Five years. Bro. Yep. Like, it's you like, know, I got a guy in jail right now and it's like, dude, he that whole situation with his whole thing and everything could have been avoided and mitigated. But he lived his life for the moment, for the night the next fix or whatever it was you know and, and some uh, people just need that for some reason yeah, i don't get it but in his case it landed him in jail and you know i did everything i could to keep him out of jail this isn't even the first time he's been to jail you know and so it's like all right dude obviously this is out of my control i've done everything that i can do and uh one thing that i've learned is you just can't exhaust yourself trying to change or yep. help people because you will exhaust yourself if they don't want it you ain't gonna do it for them like it's not gonna happen hey man addiction does that though it does man addiction especially when you're addicted to the wrong things you know if you could change that addiction to addiction to work it's like there there you would have got to where you needed to be yeah, but it destroys lives, man. And people don't know how to recover from something like that because they always want that high. Exactly. I, I just personally don't understand it. You know, we've fucked with drugs. Like yep. we played around as kids, <clears throat> partied really hard as kids. And it was always like, OK, but we got to get back to work Monday. Yep. Like it's time to go stack cash and like move on in life. You know, yep. and at a certain point you kind of get out of it and you're like, man, can't believe i did that you know for so long or i can't believe that yeah know. most definitely there's just those time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. xanax you know <laughs> car hopping <laughs> car hopping being out to two three four five in the morning stealing that's, cars you know going needing to be at and still working like yeah. that's crazy doing fucking ecstasy all night and then going to start your new job at fucking seven in the morning yeah. hadn't slept Sitting and, there all fucking And, and then people out. are just sitting there, that's the normal you until they see the normal you. <laughs> yeah. Damn, bro, you really uh, <laughs> shaped up. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, when I started this job, I was high as shit on yeah, ecstasy. It's like, you know, like, now, now I can focus on work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, wild shit, man. Oh, no. What's going on in your world? Uh, oh, shit. Uh, my girl just texted me saying one of her friends just passed away. Oh shit! Anybody I know? I don't. I don't know. 
It doesn't really say in the report, but somehow I got some laced drugs. Shit, speak of the devil, dog. Yep, laced drugs. I'm, I'm telling you. I think Fentanyl, it was, bro. Yep. And it was a, oh, it was a 30-year-old LOD cron of Wasilla. Interesting. So... Rest that, in peace, man. Yeah, that's sad. I mean, like the drugs are drugs are bad out here right now. Dude, no it's joke. not even worth fucking playing around yeah. with. These people yeah. that do like recreational coke and shit at it's, the bars on Friday night, dude, it's like no. Unless you're testing your your, your drugs, shit, like, like because I'm like, I don't even understand why people are doing that. I don't get it either. It's all like, why are you just lacing people's drugs with fentanyl and not telling them? I don't it's, know. From what I and and I don't know anything about it. But I think what it is, and maybe I heard this at some point, is that it's cheaper than the actual drug to get fentanyl. And so they'll use it as like a fluffer, you know? But, but how it, is it cheaper if uh, your clientele keeps dying? Yeah, that sounds like you, real bad you, fucking business. You, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm pretty sure you want them coming back. Well, my, you know? my theory is that it happens so far down the road. I mean, especially with like Coke sales. I mean, we both know that like, it might come from Colombia, but yeah, by the time it gets to Alaska, like 30, 40, 50 hands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so like one thing about Alaska, just if you're curious people, Coke sucks up here <laughs> because of that. But I mean, I should, I haven't done Coke in fucking six years, yeah, you know, and yeah. I don't plan to do it in the next fucking 80 years. I fucking despise it. It's disgusting and nasty, but don't do Coke. Don't do drugs. Yes. Stick to the yeah. weed, man. <clears throat> if you really, I mean, you don't know, drink either. Yeah, don't drink. Fucking yeah. smoke a little weed if you really need to get your get your head right. But like, yeah. all this other shit is just compromising the integrity of like your soul. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like the vessel that you're traveling through this plane or this dimension. You know, you're fucking that up by drinking and doing coke yeah. and shit. You gotta deal with life. You don't yeah. escape it. Exactly. For 20, 30 minutes or two hours or a day, you deal with it. Because as soon as you get that high going and you f think you forgot all about it, it's when that high goes away and you're thinking about it three, four, five times as hard as you were the first time. And then you put yourself in a deep old depression. You yeah. know, you face that shit head on every day and just handle life. You'll be exactly where you need to be. I couldn't agree more, man. <clears throat> I definitely... You know, I think like for us, you know, we we kind of grew up in a way that like we didn't really know any better. We just kind of did. We lived. We we're products of our environment. I mean, your brother was heavy in the game, yep. like in the street and shit. And we, all, all of our or a lot of our best friends, yes. their brothers or them or people all that we in the neighborhood. Everybody had like a little bit of a of a part of that street life. Yeah. And so for us to like do coke or ecstasy or whatever like it was the norm it was kind of normal you know and even some of those guys it was yeah. like like meth and heroin yeah. like that became the norm in their lives and then parents yeah were were turning a, basically a blind eye but knew it was happening you know yeah which is fucking crazy and i mean it's like what are you gonna do though yeah you know we had we've we me and you lost friends you know because of that whole fucking shit you know fucking people loved ones in jail for life and Died over ten dollars. Yep. Ten dollars worth of dope got killed. That's yep. that's wild. What's fucking I mean in that instance, yeah. what blows my mind is that, you know, what had happened before that. Yeah. Those motherfuckers came like yeah, that, that close. close to death, dude. Stranded. They were left for dead and shot in the middle of winter on a mountain. Stranded. In their boxers, fucking handcuffed behind their back, shot and left for dead in the middle of winter in Alaska. And by the grace of God, they survived. Somebody found them and they survived. And then for what? For one of them to go get killed and what stabbed or something over yeah, was, fucking ten with, fucking with dollars a, with an object. It wasn't even like it was a real knife. Yeah, dude. It, it was just an object stabbed him with an object. They said. Died yeah. in the parking lot where we used to hang out when we were fucking thirteen years old. Yeah. What? What are the odds? What are the fucking odds, dude? That was our hangout spot, Jewel Lake Bowl Holiday. Yeah. We were there every fucking Posted day. Posted up every day. Getting slushies, getting burgers with hella jalapenos and yeah. hot sauce. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> fucking getting, you know, hey, Mister. Kicked Mister. out on holiday. Yep. 
getting booze. Getting I wanted cigarettes. blacks, not crack. Yeah. I wasn't selling crack. I wanted blacks. I'm sorry. This <laughs> fool got kicked out of the gas station when we were like, what, 16, 17? Because yes, I pulled a hey, mister, and he thought I asked him if he wanted crack, and I asked him if he wanted to, if he could buy me a pack of blacks. <laughs> <laughs> and the next Black thing I know, the cigars. police are all coming. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, shit, I knew I was in trouble, but not that much no, trouble. I have no Where's crack. Where's the crack? I have no crack on me, officer. Search every pocket in this jacket. <laughs> <laughs> fucking people, man. Uh, like it's fucking L.A. in the 80s. Uh, <laughs> you buy some crack. Uh, I've now learned to just say black and mild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did anybody ever hate Mr. You? No. Not, Dude, isn't it weird? It's because kids have more... Uh, they can get to it more. I guess so. And and parent so. and and I feel like it has a lot to do with people vaping. Yeah, vaping was not a thing when we were growing. Vaping hit our twenties. Yeah, that's our right. Our mid twenties, like twenty three, twenty four, yeah. is when vaping started coming around. So that could also be it too. People yeah. have easy access to just getting vapes. Well, another thing too is like, <clears throat> for me to order like Zen pouches, not an ad, could be. <laughs> <laughs> To get Zen pouches, I can go online and type in like my birth date, you yeah. know, and buy them and they get shipped to my house. But I feel like that also plays a factor with like you type in your birthday, but your birthday and your ID has been in so many systems and scanned and so many things. Like maybe that's why they know it's like it's linked to this number. We know it's him because this is when you scan your ID at these places, it tells all your information. Yeah, it's fucking wild. You know, it's, it's literally telling you your location once they scan your ID. If you were to commit a crime or were in that area at the time, it's like, well, we have your ID scanned out holiday at fucking 1159. And then there is a shooting fucking two minutes down the street <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that just happened earlier. You Which, know, I mean, hey, that's a that's a good tool for for like solving crimes and shit like that. Um, you know, but I, I hate just, feeling like they're I, always listening. I fucking hate that shit too. Makes me want to throw this iPhone out the yeah. window, dude. Yeah, no, it makes me get want to get rid of all the little Apple homes I have in my house, telling when I want to listen to music. Like, dude, I unplugged all my Googles, it, bro. Especially, yeah. did you hear that shit about that fucking Amazon delivery guy? Dude, the smart house. Yeah, they yeah. shut his shit down, bro. So that is crazy. Yeah. I was like, you can't be having, you can't be having that happen. So. Let's break it down for him because this is kind of a weird one. Like this Amazon delivery guy, what, comes to drop a package off. Yeah. Apparently he hears some sort of racial slur come from the other side of the door or something. And so he calls Amazon, the company he works for, and they shut down every single piece of Amazon Alexa shit that he had, which apparently his whole home was like automated, yep. like his locks, his a, lights. It was a smart house. Yeah, like his yep. fucking thermostat. He basically got locked out. The motherfucker wasn't even in his house. Like he wasn't home. the The driver didn't hear anything, or maybe he did, but it wasn't that guy saying, saying racial it, slurs yep. behind the door. And um, it just goes to show you the How power much? that they have. Like you think these Google Homes and oh, yeah, I want to have automated this, a smart lock on my door. What if yeah. those motherfuckers just shut all your shit down and lock you out of your house, and, you know? Or somebody breaks into your house and knows how to change something like that. Yeah. Because that's how simple that really is. People, man. No. That's why I don't have any of those smart things like that. I don't need a smart lock. Yeah. I will get up and lock my shit with my hand and key and let Bro. it be. The weirdest fucking shit, and maybe this is my stoner brain, because um, I'd be getting stoned and I'd be getting weird, but uh, I'll be laying in my bed. <clears throat> and I don't know if you've seen my room, but I have like my master bedroom and then there's the bathroom and there's a door to the bathroom and mm -hmm. a door to the hallway. And in my bathroom, I have one of those little like Google clocks. And, you know, from time to time, I'll be like, yo, Google, play some music while I'm showering or whatever. What's yep. the weather going to be like today? I got that, too. And, um, but like, dude, multiple times, pro probably over 10 times, I'll be laying in my bed and it just plays and it just starts talking. Not, yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird for a couple reasons. Cause a, why are you tripping out without anything going on? But B, is there something going on? Is there a fucking ghost it, in my bathroom? You know, it's like, how, like, it's like, how are you hearing me right now? Like I was literally watching TV yesterday and I have one of those in my bathroom and I thought the music was from the movie that I was watching. 
not realizing that it was the music playing in my bathroom on the iHome. And I was like, I haven't even said anything to yeah. iHome. And how is this even playing right now? I was like, are they really just listening? You got to like, wonder if I'm there's saying. a guy with a mouse sitting there and he's just, just like, I'm going to see what these guys are doing today. Yep. And just clicks and listens. And, like, and they turn on that sound just as a distraction. It's like, no, nah, we're recording you right now. Yeah. Because that was something. I was like, and that's happened numerous of times. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty crazy. Um, sorry, I'm checking my phone. I got... Um, no, you're good. Let's see. Sorry, I got to line this guy out. No, you're fine. Got a guy outside. Sorry, guys, we're not trying to be quiet. I just got a guy outside who's doing some work on the facility we're at. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he's, uh, supposed to be jacking up a Conax a little bit here for me. Anyways, um, sorry guys, I'm gonna, I gotta look at the camera, make sure everything's going good. Oh, no, you're good. Wow, what makes that even more sad, dog, is that that girl was supposed to get married July 1st. No way. Oh, like, that's sad. That is sad. That's so it was super a, it was sad. At, it, was at, it was at a concert out here in Wasilla, apparently. What? Yeah, that's where she got it from. And that's where what she got the, the drugs fuck, from. You know? dude. That's bizarre. I, I was like, I don't know what concert was here last night, but... Um, that's why it's like that's why is having fun really worth it well you know like maybe maybe the question is what's what's fun or what's supposed like what were we taught is fun what going out and woo getting crazy or like you know what's really fun is when you go through some rough shit you have an idea let's let's use a like a car for example you you have this old rust bucket beater with a heater that you want to turn into a race car and you pour six months of work and money and you know sweat and tears and blood into that project, and then you get to go drive it for the first time. You know that shit is fun. Yeah. This. And rewarding. Exactly, dude. And like, I don't know. It's it's like the gym. You know that the fucking gym. I don't think anybody has as much fun as you and I when we yep. go to the gym together. Like. That's our fun, you know, but I think really what it comes down to is like a cultural thing. Like what are we taught is fun. Yeah. You know, how, how are we taught to manage money? What's what, what do people like to do at Friday at five o'clock? Yeah. Start drinking. Happy hour. Stop drinking. Start every restaurant you go to happy hour specials. Come in here and get a two five to seven. Yeah. Five to seven. They, they incentivize you to go get wasted all the time and to like waste your life. Get three Corona's for the price of one. Get, yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's a good ass deal. Yeah, like, you know, it is. is that, you know, and uh, to like even add on top of that is like, sure, that's fun, like, you know, and we do that from time to time too. But, but what's not fun is the fact that like, yeah, you have maybe a couple hours of fun now, your whole day is shot tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, at least where we're at with the, how old that's, they are. That's how it was with me on, on Saturday when I went to the concert. Yep. After when I got home on Sunday, after I got done working, I didn't want to do anything yep. but just relax because my body had to recover from everything. Exactly, man. And it was, and it was like three, four shots. And it's like my body was already like, man, I don't want to do anything today. Yeah. Sweating my ass off, having the liquor coming out of me. Tummy's Ugh. upset. Yep. Just the not whole, fun. The whole day is just ruined. 
And like, so I don't understand how you parents do it. It blows my mind. But y'all gotta stop doing it. Yeah. <laughs> because you lead need to, by example. You yeah, know, like Andy like, was talking today. It's like but, even with your children, you gotta lead lead by example. It's just like weed's legal, but I never see commercials or any of them saying like here here's these deals, here's this, here's that. It's like it's never for everybody to see. Like they're text they'll <clears> normally text your number if you have it in a system. Like this is the weekly deals. But you won't see advertisement at restaurants saying, oh, man, smoke two fat blunts, come in here and get the fattest cheeseburger for $5. <laughs> yeah. you know, you know? <laughs> Which has got to change yeah. because the, the, the type of business and entrepreneurship that that could be birthed from that, like making it as readily – dude, there, there would be smoking yeah. venues like where you could just go but in and you smoke. Know, and it's like, because that's better for you. You know what I'm saying? Because it doesn't make you go to a different level – it doesn't change any aspects, really. Yeah. You don't get all that other lingering effects. Exactly. So it's better than liquor for you, and they don't want you to know that. It makes that's you what, introspective. That's why they had liquor legal in all these states before now. Almost all these states are legalizing weed. Right. But what's really fucking weird is that it's still federally illegal. So, and that's just because it's not approved by all the states yet. Right. But so, and you got to even go back further and look at why weed became illegal oh yeah. yeah to keep uh keep black people in jail man that but also even further back um, I was like it was the it was like cotton and like uh like paper mills cannabis was a better material to use for things like like ropes and fibrous yeah, materials like, paper but it cut into people's profits. profits and so they said well let's just make it illegal and then they started and maybe I'm getting a little crazy here, but they started like propagandizing all the different like, oh, uh, reefer madness in the 50s. Yeah. You know, they made it seem like if you smoke weed that you were going to go crazy. Right. But yeah. I have never seen a motherfucker go crazy after he smoked a blunt. But I've seen a motherfucker go crazy after he took five or six shots of vodka. You know, you know? and the thing is that people were smoking weed back then and that was happening to them is probably because it was laced with something it was some PCP yeah. acid, you know, as is like at the CIA, you know, they, they fucking openly told the, you know, they did tests on people, people with, with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah, it's like this dude's running around town in his fucking underwear, lifting up cars and flipping them over. And it's all like, well, where did he even get something like that? Because we didn't even know about it. Like yeah. it had to come from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> there's all kinds of conspiracies behind that one. <clears throat> so but you know what but that's why and then that's what made people seem think it was so crazy back in the day and yeah. but by the 60s and 70s that was like everybody yeah it was like peace dude yeah. everybody was peace. <laughs> yeah and that's the thing too it's like all i mean we me and you were kind of raised in like marijuana culture you know from the time of being real young it was always around and it's always been 99% of the time it's always been like much love music yep. and vibes and like yeah let's just smoke and chill sure. yep. and yeah it's, it's a like, great it was, time it was never like oh let's go smoke and go beat somebody up it was like nah if we're gonna go beat somebody up we're gonna take a couple shots of liquor and go out there so we can do stupid stupid shit and not have any conscience about it. Yeah, exactly. You couldn't do that shit on no. weed man like weed you, you'd be me, more paranoid yeah it makes <laughs> me fucking worry about shit that ain't even happened yet but, dude, did you see that cat blink? I swear it blinked twice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a sign to not go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We better just stay in the house, dude. Yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> that sound, it sounds like a good plan until I got high. If I, dude, I'll have a plan. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go out and get drunk and party <clears> with my with the boys. I, I basically get drunk like once a quarter, maybe, maybe more, but four to seven times a year. <clears throat> And uh, yeah, I'm gonna go get drunk with the boys. Maybe I'll pop a couple edibles, take a couple rips. Mm. I'm like, no, no, nah, like, my, my my night is done. Yeah. I'm gonna be here. I want to fucking like get lost in a movie or or get lost on my phone or get lost in a book and like lost you in know, thought. You yeah. know, it's like I don't need to be lost at a party. Yeah. I don't need to be in the scene. Well, then yeah. like the other like going out, dude, like. uh it's only really good for a couple things. And like, you know, it just as well as I do. It's like, there's, there's two things that happen at the bars. Like you're either there to f be fucking or you're there mm -hmm. to be fucking drinking. 
And then a third one, sometimes you're there to be fucking fighting. Yeah, that's true, and too. So, like, you're there because you're already pissed off about life. So you're taking a couple shots, and you're waiting for somebody to test you. Yeah, look at you. you know? It's like, yeah. what, that motherfucker just bumped me. Yeah. Knowing that it wasn't one of those bumps. But now it's going to be one of those bumps. That's the other yeah. motherfucking <laughs> thing that pisses me off about that whole drinking culture that's so re- retarded, dude. It's just... The fact, the fact that these people get so worked up over shit and yep. then turn it into like this personal vendetta, this personal issue, like, like Dave and he does it from time to time. Like we were fucking at the bar. Somebody called him a faggot as a joke and t- turned the whole bar into a fucking a bar fight just about, you know, and it's, it was a joke. It was just a joke, but. you know, but you get enough liquor in your system and you know what? David's dealing with so much shit for those two, three weeks. And you know, oh, it. yeah, you know, coming back home and then just wanting to have a drink at the bar and somebody calling him a faggot. Oh, yeah. That, you know, he he's like, I don't even get to react when I'm at my job. Yeah. You know, he's like, now nah, I've got to deal with this shit here. He's like, I just came here for a drink. Yeah. You know, that's, so. that's super true, because I used to come home and I would be like almost already angry because of like what I just done. You know, yeah. I just got back from. From working my fucking ass off and it was dumb and stupid and long hours and I'd come home and I'd just be kind of grumpy from being at work. Yeah, especially because you don't get to ever go home while you're gone. Yeah, exactly. It's so, like so you don't ever really get to relax. Yep. It's like it's nonstop work. Even when you're sleeping, you're sleeping. You're thinking about work. Exactly. You know, right when you wake up, you're going straight to work. Yep. And it's like boom, boom, sleep, eat, work, work, sleep, eat. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, people bitching, people bitching, people bitching. It's like 15 hours a day you're listening to people bitch. Always, man. Yeah. So I can only imagine that that's still how it is up there, and it probably will never change because of how the, the type of work field it is. Yeah, exactly. People will always be that way because that's how shit has got done in that type yeah. of field. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, man. You're 100% right. And, uh, you know, I won't knock it too hard because, I mean, I, my yeah. life was built – my, my manhood was born from the oil field, I feel. You know, I learned a lot about life and the man I wanted to become through it, you know. But it's also, for me, it was just a step in the, in the path of yeah. life for me. Like, I did quite a few years, almost 10. And, uh, yeah, they can have that, you know. I'm, I'm on to my next mission, you know. I conquered that, got to where I wanted to get, and now I'm on to something else. <laughs> Some of those guys, though, they just get so locked into it, and it's the most important thing in their life that they just, you know, they're so consumed by it, and it's just yeah. like, dude. It's like even on their days off, they don't, when they're gone for two weeks, three weeks, they, they're they still just thinking about it. Yeah. Probably texting up there, calling, exactly. seeing what's exactly. going that, on. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> just because they can't, they, they can't th- comprehend that work can go on without them. Yeah, exactly. It's like everything will still go on. Exactly. Like without you here, man, and it will get done. Stop stressing yourself out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's making making that their identity, you know. It's like they don't have anything other other than that in their life. <clears throat> and um yeah, dude. I've seen guys' lives get destroyed by it. <clears throat> Working a rotation in the oil field and like you get home and you're grumpy and like I've seen guys get multiple divorces. Um multiple marriages and divorces all yes. in the last 10 years and kids be born fucking yeah, fights know. fucking blood sweat and tears man it's just it's just hard all in all it's like because when you're gone on the slope like if you come home and you're coming to like a messy house and chaos and stuff like that it's all like dog this should have been handled yeah. You know, and, and that's one of those things. It's all like if you come home and you're in one of those marriages where you get back and your house is disarray, it's a mess, and your whole first week is fucking having to clean that up, then you're having to deal with family, having to deal with all that stress that you missed for the last couple of weeks that now your wife wants to tell you about. Yep. It's just like... Like she thinks you're just up there having a glee old time. And, and, and these <laughs> bitches always yeah. think that. They always think that it's like boys summer camp up there and there's like hot housekeepers everywhere. And it's like, no, it's not quite the opposite. It's like every, we're we're a family of people that, uh, got forced to be together, which is, I guess a family. And none of us know each other. You know what I mean? We're all in this fucking tiny little box and we have to work together. And, um, 
Yeah, it's, it's like, gnarly. Yeah, so we see each other for three weeks, and then we don't see each other for three weeks, yeah. and then we see him for three weeks again. You, so, you live next to him for uh, three weeks. Yeah, and it's just like, it wasn't fun like that out there. It's yeah. like, you have literally got, I was like, I understand that you were taking care of kids and all that stuff, but when you wanted to have friends over or hang out with your friends and do all those things, it's like, you got to. Yeah, I only dated, or I guess I only had like one real um, solid relationship where I was like moved in with the chick yeah. living with her while I worked up there, you know, and, uh, I had some serious relationships, but this was the serious, most serious. And, uh, honestly, fuck the bitch. But, um, with that being said, she did a great job of like making sure everything was handled while I was gone. But she always like made it seem like I was out having fun. And I'm like, bitch, first of all, you quit your job. I'm supporting both of us. Yep. You know what I mean? And, like, I'm doing way more than you'll ever understand. Like, you, you couldn't understand it unless you were standing next to me dealing with Watching. it. Watching. Yeah, you know? And, uh, yeah, these chicks just always think, oh, you're gone with your friends. It's like, no, we became friends because that's the only way to make our job more enjoyable. But also, like, we're not having fun. We're mm. making it fun because it's easier that way. Yeah. But, yeah, they always just, I they said, always what, think. I like, said, oh, what did Andy say? He was like, you got to make the hard times fun. Yeah. Yeah. What I, I forgot how he how he phased it, phrased it, but yeah. Exactly, and that's that's the key, dude. It's like you can be doing the world's shittiest job, but if you make it, if if you're doing it with somebody that you can get along with and make it fun with, that'll be the it's the like, best like, shitty job ever. Like, yeah. It's like, man, that shit was hard, but yeah, we got it done though. You know. Yeah. I remember that time we got fucking covered in shit because yeah. <laughs> we were cutting into sewer lines. Fucking. And then we, we all rank like shit for a whole week until the, <laughs> <laughs> until those showers finally paid off. <laughs> yep. That was probably my worst day on the slope was it was like nobody will believe this, but it was it was true. It was like minus seventy degrees ambient. And um <clears throat> so many things were freezing. Fuel hoses were freezing with diesel in them. Diesel was actually starting to solidify. All of our fucking plumbing underneath these these camps were, were freezing, and uh, I was just a fucking fill-in guy. I was just helping, and the guy who was supposed to be the lead, who was notorious for doing shit like this, he's like, yeah, he, he cut through it about halfway. He cut through this pipe about halfway with the big old sawzall, and he's like, oh, I'm so tired. I think you're going to have to take it from here the last little bit, you know, and... Uh, I swear he did it on purpose, but I get to that last little bit and just the nature of what I was cutting, it starts shaking real bad and there's fucking shit and piss in there. And so as I'm cutting it, it's just fucking going on in my face and my clothes and it's freezing instantly because of how cold it is. And I finally get it cut through, you know, and we didn't have operable showers. We didn't have any, mm. like barely had any clothes. It was one of these weird projects we were on and that, that was probably one of my worst days on the slope when I had fucking human shit flying all over my face and yeah this it was cold as fuck I don't can't even comprehend that that would yeah. be so upsetting it was it was annoying for sure but then I got I got promoted uh, directly after that to the job that I always wanted which was cool but so, yeah after that you deserved it <laughs> yeah yeah after dealing with that shit nice <clears throat> getting pretty close Got about seven or eight minutes left. Oh, that's all I can record? Oh, no. I just figured we'll try to keep them to an hour. If, I mean, if we don't um, if we don't keep ourselves on a leash, we'll just sit here and talk all day. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, I'm thinking about want to do something in this in this room here from, like, that vent all the way around sorry so that like this is kind of encapsulated and make it look like an actual real yeah, studio and take yeah. away from like the paneling and the window and door you know get some like posters or something too get some like artists that we like hang it up yeah i've been thinking i kind of like the idea of some like blue velvet curtains no, that one, that one would be bad. 
like some like wrapped it in it like from there you know yeah. all the way around and so like we got these curtains behind us and then we can have like artwork hanging on the curtains and stuff you know and then no. i think it would help with the acoustics in here too yeah maybe because this building is like yeah you, you can hear everything real thin yeah but as long as it's not a whole bunch of things popping off over there, then it's fine. Like, Yeah, exactly. You know, it's yeah. dope. Slowly but surely, we'll get it dialed in. This, Like we this were telling you guys, this is our this first. First day. First day. First episode. Yep. Watch every, every episode, something will be different in here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And we'll start bringing more guests on, too. Yeah, um, get people in here. Yeah, we got... Two more mics and two more sets of headphones. We actually got f four more mics or five more mics technically, but only ability to record two more here. Yeah. But uh, any more than that, that might get a little too crazy. Anyways, yeah. Because yeah, you know that that's when people start talking over people. Yeah. And, and then people not hearing everything. But you know. Yeah. I wonder who's gonna be the next person on here. So I'd like to. Uh, I don't know how to work out. And it, it could be just a me and and that person thing, but the guy that owns this place, yeah. Sean, I wanna I wanna get him on here and talk to him about business. You're more than welcome to be here, of course, but if, if you have to do something I'll just do a solo. But uh yeah, like even today we were talking about some of the issues that I'm experiencing in business and entrepreneurship and, and Mr. Jenkins. Yeah, exactly. And um he just you know, dude's been in the game for 20 or 30 years, you know, some of these older businessmen and uh, just shedding all kinds of knowledge on it. Just like, dude, this is what you got to do. You got to watch out for this. You got to watch out for that. And so what I think I'm going to do is like get a list of questions, you know, um, and just sit down with them and not only take notes in my mind and my heart and take it in, in within me, but like also put it out for everybody else to see and everybody else yeah. to kind of be able to take something from because, you know, just, uh, I, honestly, I get so much inspiration for, for like creating and giving back, and I think a lot of that comes from Andy, dude. Andy, you know, for real, he gives he gives so much to the world, um, knowledge wise and experience wise, and it's just so motivating. Like I just want to also give, you know what I mean? I want to give back everything that I learn, so that hopefully the entrepreneurs to come behind me and behind Andy and, mm -hmm. and shit like that, you know, they have something that they can use to hopefully not make the same mistakes or experience the same agony, you know, because yeah. many, many times I could have quit because of how hard it got, you know, and there was days that I thought I was going to quit. Like, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, it was things Just that Andy pushing. said that, yeah, kept, kept resonating in my mind or, even other business podcasts and business books and shit. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, now that we're, we got somewhere where we can record regularly, you know, we can start putting out more content and kind of build up our channel and build up our office and, and hopefully have some people who want to listen and can relate with us. Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. And we'll get, we're going to, I want to get more into like your story, you know what I mean? And get into more of like just kind of who we are as people and why we're doing this, you know? But we get into my story 75 days from now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking, uh, I, no, I mean, like, uh, we got a lot of experience, you know, a lot of, a lot of people could benefit from the things that you've learned in life. Yeah. And you've, uh, <clears throat> one thing that I admire about you is you, you didn't have, if anything, you had like bad role models. You didn't really have somebody that was a good role model to guide you in the right direction. So yeah. what happened? You yeah. figured it out yourself. You yeah. went through uh, many life-changing events from being in uh, uh, youth yeah. detention centers, yeah. you know, to potentially even going into like a real jail. adult jail, yeah, you know? but it's like, no. Exactly. It was, I realized it wasn't for me. I couldn't live that life. Exactly. That life, I was like, that lifestyle is a choice. Yes. As much as people say is, it's not. It is. Yeah. You don't have to go out there and run the streets. You don't have to go out there and do anything. Working a regular nine to five isn't the worst thing in the world. Even if, when you got people around you trying to tell you it is. Oh, no. you can make this much money doing this. 
Oh, you could come with us and do that. And you could have what you make in a year doing this, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no. No. It's like, no. It's like, yeah, that's nice. But where is that going to get me five years from now? Yeah. You know, uh, uh, nothing but probably set back because I'm going to lose that money if I go to jail or any of that stuff. It's like, all that goes away. Yeah, and especially with jail, dude. Like, <clears throat> you go to jail for more than a couple months, like, your entire life falls apart. Your bills don't stop. Your fucking people don't stop. Like, yep. everything everything continues to go. And you yep. go to jail and, and just wait, and, and then you come back out, and everything's like, gone. It was just like for my mom. Went to jail for those two, three months, lost the house, lost everything, you know? And it took years to even get back to a steady norm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think on the next episode, maybe that's what we'll get into. We'll get into a little bit more about your story and how you've overcome some of the obstacles in your path, you know? Because, I mean, dude, I, I will testify all always to what to the person you were when when i met you which by the way for those of you that don't know jed stuck up for me on the school bus one time when <laughs> we were in like seventh grade and uh and then he let me sit in the back of the bus with him uh in his next to you in your seat and i was like man i feel so cool hanging out with jed ain't nobody gonna fuck with me now but uh, uh. i mean i've just seen like the 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 other jet you know the the jed that was running 88th and was like fucking people up and doing dirt and to see dude. the man that's sitting in front of me today it's like dude you got to write a book you got to do something you oh. got to tell people how <laughs> how you did it because dude you're uh, the experiences that you've experienced won't only they didn't only save your life but they will save somebody else's life or multiple people's lives in the future you know and this didn't just happen overnight because <laughs> even as an adult, I was still messing up. It, I just never got caught. Exactly. And I was like, and then it came to a close encounter of doing something really stupid. And I was like, no. And that's when all the stupid shit basically stopped. I was like, no. I was like, because I know if I do this, it's going to have the worst turnout possible. Yeah. So, and I mean, it was the same for me. It was like... Yeah. The, the moment in my life when I really realized what was happening <clears throat> was when my apartment burned down and my dog died and all my shit yep. was fucked. And uh, so I was like, I think it was 19. I was actually working for the guy who I rent this office yep. from named Sean. Good dude. And um, basically come home and the entire inside of my apartment was incinerated. The building was fine, but like all my shit was gone. The fucking TV like melted into the floor. My dog was dead, and uh, my all my roommates' shit was fucked up. It was pretty. It was a pretty big catastrophe. And um, it's just wild because it was, it was just your apartment that really got. Yeah, it was just my unit. It was a fourplex. It was just like the first layer of like sheetrock. Had to be electrical or something, dude. You know, we there was some some reasons uh, that we couldn't call the fire department there was a grow operation in the building and so we couldn't call the police or the fire department we just handled it all in uh in-house or w by ourselves we tore we did all the demo we built it back up and uh i knew the guy that owned the place but uh what i what i realized and and i, I believe in karma and karmic debt and all that shit um when i went in to finally like start salvaging what was salvageable out of that place. The only things that I was able to get were things that I had stolen from other people. All the shit that I was like given as a gift or, or like uh, bought myself or my mom gave me or something, you know, girlfriend bought me, all that shit was gone. Clothes, possessions, my dog, all that shit. And the things that I was left with were things that I'd got like stealing from stores, car hopping, shit like so that. Stuff that didn't even matter. Right. And so it like dawned on me, you know, and uh, not only was that an emotionally traumatizing experience just in itself, but like the introspectiveness that I had to go through to understand to like, you know, compartmentalize the event. Like yeah. I really had to break down the why in the universe type of shit and the why in the universe type of shit was because I was out running, running wild, yeah. you know, mayhem all the time. And finally that mayhem caught up with me and it, it was one single event 
and it proved to me that like <laughs> karma's exactly. real and you fuck around and you find out you dude. really do yeah you really do i mean like for real though that's crazy people don't people who don't believe in karma will be like that that is real you do enough bad in the world don't be asking why when the bad stuff happens to you exactly you, you will slowly understand why exactly man exactly <laughs> well anyways guys i think that's gonna call it or we're gonna call it that's an app mm-hmm. um we might uh we're, we're talking about changing the name of the podcast, doing a couple other things. There's going to be a lot of change podcast-wise. Um, not quite sure what the game plan is, but just stay tuned for the little changes and uh, let us know how you like it. Like, subscribe, follow, find us on social, um, share with your friends. What's the uh, what's the, the, the old, what do they say? Um don't be a hoe. Oh, don't be a hoe. <laughs> Share the show. Exactly. That's. I'm we, not. I'm not we, trying to steal it. We stole but it's, that. It's, but it's so good. It's so or we could say, "Be a bro," and share, share the show. show. <clears throat> even if you are a hoe. You know. Or even if you're not a bro. You could. <laughs> we could still be bros. You know, yeah. bros is a, isn't you could, a you sex. Could, you could thing. be a trope. <laughs> yeah, you could be a trope. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, much love. Thank you. We appreciate you guys. Um, stay sure. tuned for more. We'll talk to you out. later. Bye.